Welcome to Insightful Essence, the podcast that uses self-awareness from a neurological perspective. By learning the biological components of our mood, relationship problems, emotion management, and other things, we remove judgment and replace it with empowerment. I am your host, Rosalind Perez, mental health counselor and life coach. Let's get ready to rise above survival. Welcome everyone to another episode of Insightful Essence, the podcast that we like to discover new things and empower people through knowledge and innovation. So my guest today took 30 years journey of truth in which he studied consciousness, language, spiritual law, and quantum physics from many renowned educators. He continued to work in other fields for many years while desiring one day to establish a career in personal transformation. Now he is leading a team that has committed their lives to empowering others and continues to develop his own quantum leap technique. And I am so proud and happy to introduce Dr. Scherer. Thank you so much for taking from your precious time to spend this moment with us and inspire the world with the work that you do. I was just like sharing with you in a couple of, uh, before we just go, uh, went live and started recording that I was just fascinated after a conversation, fascinated with the work that you do. And I can't wait for you to share that with our listeners. Well, thank you. I'm really yeah. grateful to be here as well. Absolutely. So I, I don't even know where to start because there were so many fascinating things, but let's just go ahead and start from the beginning. What 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 got you into this field? I know you shared with me a couple of like stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was, I went to Catholic school and I, we had a class called Guidance. It was like a religious class and there was things that were presented in the class that, um, I would ask questions about and like that you couldn't we couldn't ask questions about those types of things you couldn't question the the doctrine that they had down for it you know and why can't I ask that question you can't ask that question why can't I ask that question you can't ask that one either you know you got to just believe what we tell you to believe and yes. that's it so there was things where I, I knew I, I, I knew inside that there was something there was something amiss and my parents um they would say well this is in the Bible. You know, they would say certain things were in the Bible, and and, and I couldn't, I couldn't refute them because I hadn't read the Bible. So I read the Bible out of to so I could win arguments against my parents. Like like at around twelve or thirteen years old, I was a stubborn little. <laughs> Look at you, rebellious <laughs> at the early age. Yes, I was. <laughs> so I started reading, reading it, and and I didn't really understand everything in there, but I could spout it back out and say, no, this is, this is a model. No, it's not actually. And this actually says this and this and this. So, um, there was just something I've been interested in since I was a kid and I just didn't know what it, what it was or, or I could, that I could create a business out of it, you know, mm -hmm. but, but I had other businesses growing up and, um, I had a lot, I had some tough childhood. And so I was carrying like all that drop, all that, all that stuff with me, you know, all the, yes. I guess you could say negativity, but trauma, I guess, more like it. And um, I'd gone to therapy and that wasn't really working. I'd gone to a lot of different modalities. None of it was, like, things were a little bit better, but nothing that was really shook me to my core that really changed things. Yes. And um, 
it's about 15 years ago. I had, I was in a really tough place. I had a um, friend of mine who was working for me, um, embezzled a bunch of money from, from me. And I lost like 95% of my wealth in 120 days. Wow. Yep. I mean, like, you know, multiple, multiple seven figures. Hmm. And, um, it was, I mean, I'd, I thought, I, I remember I pulled in my garage one day and closed the door and left my motor running on my car. And that's how, that's how despondent I was. That's how my, and, I, and you know, the funny thing is, Rosalind, I hated what I was doing. I had a company, I had like 120 people working for me, and I hated it. Had a nice house. It was a nice house and had nice things. But I was still... You were following like the recipe of society. You were yeah. success, had your house. It looks like you have like your your belongings, material yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yet something was still missing. Yeah, it was, and it came back to stuff from my childhood, from where you know, like I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel my parents, you know, respected me. I didn't, you know, like all this didn't feel supported. Had all this, had all these not feelings inside of me, mm -hmm. and um, I found this, I was, I was 50 years old, had an investment going on. I'd go do a class with this guy. And what he was doing in a matter of minutes was was like, it would take therapists years to get, and still not maybe get what he was doing in, in a matter of minutes working with people. I was like, wow, this is really interesting the way he's, yeah. he's presenting this information. So I what studied with doing? him. Like, what do you remember from that interaction? Like, what got your attention? What was he doing? Well, so one of the things he did, he, he, was, he was doing a little introduction, and he was and he was doing this thing um, where he would have to look at people's eyes and tell you everything about you. He would get a little flashlight and light up your eyes, and you know, he would go, "Well, so did you have did you have three have you had three lost loves in your life?" <clears throat> and he goes, "Oh yeah," and it goes. Um, did one person, did one person kill themselves? Well, yeah. You know, from looking in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, did um, did he hang himself? Well, yeah. I imagine you were like, did you have a camera? Let me just ask you a question. Did you have a camera on me? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah and I, I was like, you know, I've heard the eyes were the windows to the soul. Yes. But to the degree that he was that he was revealing it, it was like, whoa. You could see the whole person's story in their eyes. Yeah. Or how they felt about love and how they felt about being supported and how they how they spoke to themselves. All that was and I just went, either this guy is a snake oil salesman, you know, some doing some kind of crazy stuff, <laughs> or he's really got it figured out. And I wasn't sure which at that moment. Yeah. But anyway, I went to a I went to a class. And um, he got to your he got your attention for sure. Yeah, got my attention. And I went to a class, and uh, I, at that time I'd been taking pills to sleep at night, uh, taking allergy medicine. I had a stuttering issue. I had tumors in my throat. I had um, wore glasses for thirty something years. I took allergies for medicine for thirty something years, and I just thought that way. That's just the way life was. I started working. Went to that class, the first day of class, my allergies healed. I take it, had to take allergy medicine after that. And I would, when that got my attention. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, I bet. I imagine. I, I got my attention. So, um, you know, what does that have to do with business, though, right? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was also had doing, was doing classes, you know, doing things to improve my business. But that's like my business would do this and this and this and you know, like the, you know, ups and downs, ups and downs. You know, normal business, right? Or or what I thought was a normal business. But all that stuff, all that stuff was going on me about not feeling supported was showing up in my business. But about me, you know, all the health issues. It was the same conversations running in my business. It was the same. I'm not good enough. It was the same. All those things, you know. So the the, the symptoms, the signals, my body had uh, cleared up inside me, and then I started noticing things in my business begin to change. I noticed things in my in my finances begin to change. I noticed things in in the in the people I was, I was, the, my team was was changing. You know. So like, wow, this is really working. Everything I changed here was showing up in my outer world. And that made a believer out of me when all that stuff started happening. But the first things that started happening was the physical stuff with me. My vision healed in a week. So, I mean, this may, this may, may sound kind of weird, but it, I, I guess I still got, I still have a pair of my old glasses, man. I mean, I've wore glasses for 30 something years. I'm telling you the first that the first time that we had our conversation when we when we first met and I had the honor to listen to your work for the first time it took me a couple of days for me just to process all the information and and it was just so fascinating and the the images that you showed me about the eyes of the people and the changes when they come to your sessions and then when they when they leave or do some work and it's just so tangential so so concrete and, and physical yeah. because it, it's in the body and, and it makes perfect sense i always tend to talk to my clients about how everything our emotions absolutely everything is experienced in the body yeah. and how we are just all connected but yeah. your work you you get to see it through the eyes which is just so fascinating that's like myers briggs test or disc test on steroids i mean way 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 more detail yeah. and you know the same, you know all those states of disease or non-ease. You know they they came from from my own toxic toxicity in my language and my feelings. Mm -hmm. You know certain feelings are toxic to your system, certain feelings are life giving. You know if you're if you're in if you're anger have angry anger going on, it's toxic to your system. Jealousy, sadness, all those all those you know, you can say negative emotions. Oh, we don't really don't use that word here. Um, they if it produces toxicity in, in my body, well, guess what? It's also producing toxicity in every relationship in my life. Yes. So when I started cleaning up my own, um, I guess, really inner hatred, like, I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't even say the word hate in my family. Mm -hmm. Does that mean there wasn't any hate? Oh, there's plenty of it, but you just couldn't <laughs> say the word because you get hit for it, you know? Yeah. It, it was wild. So, you know, just, just held all that stuff in, held all that stuff in, making me sick and making my business sick and when i started to clear all this stuff up that's when everything began to change financially and health-wise as well yeah I, it, absolutely what would you say that is what would when you talk about the quantum lead technique can you elaborate a little more on what is that yeah, yeah. thank you um that's we go into that in the in the from how to wow class quite a, a lot um, you know, most people, like they may have a great idea of what they, what they choose to do with their business, but 
most people get stuck in the how mindset, you know, it's a little hamster wheel going off in there. How am I going to do it? What am I going to do? Am I doing the right thing? You know, all those, all those conversations. So what the quantum leap technique does is um, gets the person out of that monkey mindset and that uh, tension in the body to where they're, the person goes into a parasympathetic, parasympathetic, parasympathetic uh, body where the body goes into ease. And then when they do that, they um, give themselves the feeling of already having their solution. Don't name their solution yet. Don't name what they did. Don't name any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you give yourself the solution of having already having a solution, even though you don't have a clue of what it is. And it's kind of like a certainty, like a feeling uh, of a certainty. It's just, it's just like if you, if you, where I have people do it in class, I said, you know, Get out, lean back, put your feet up on your desk, put your head behind your head, and just go, oh, yeah, that's it. You're like, oh, oh, my God, that's the spot. That's even better than I ever thought it was. You know, like, yeah. like that like that little ease, and the person's body will go, oh, shoulders will drop, breathing will change. And then once they do that, then instead of trying to figure out a solution, they're going to remember it. Oh, here's what, and I say, so now that you're ready, did it, even though they haven't done it yet, <laughs> what is it that you did that, recti- that rectified all? Well, I did, did, did. oh my gosh. So instead of going a linear progression of time, you go to the, you go to the feeling already having it and the greater level of gratitude you can have in the feeling, even though you don't know what it is you got gratitude for. Mm-hmm. the bigger your shift's going to be in consciousness. That is so amazing. It's It actually reminds me of a little bit of neuro-linguistic programming. A little bit. Yes, not necessarily the exact same thing, but um, it's it's like a technique that I've seen people that uses neuro-linguistic programming just to kind of like go ahead and, and envision and, and includes that imagination and and it feeling at the same time just where they're envisioning the outcome before yep. like all of the other things happening in the planning that like you said a lot of people get stuck in the planning so this is something that it's mostly for business or can this also be used and helped uh incorporated in personal all areas of your life okay. when people uh we have people come to us for relationships and all of a sudden their business doubles or triples and so basically what's what's happening is the person's changing their relationship to life, capital L life. You know, not little squeaky life, but capital L life. And when they change the relationship to capital life, all things in their in their life change simultaneously and exponentially. And we have people uh, who come to How to Wow and call me thirty or sixty days later and go, Hey, I just double I just doubled my income. Mm-hmm. You know, thirty or sixty days. Hmm, that's um, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, I agree. And we're doing that here too. Our our business is growing really quickly now. I had the foot on the brakes for Encompass Life for a number of years until we, because once people get a taste of what we do here, they generally jump in and it was just me doing it. And so I, have to, I trained a number of coaches now to where they can train other people and work and lead classes. Most of the stuff we do here is class, is a group-based coaching mm-hmm. or group-based classes. Um, now, we'll work with people one-on-one, but I prefer they go through a, a class called the basics first 
to where they have a foundation of what we do, and then the coaching with me goes way deeper and way easier. Um, but it's, it, it's, it goes, Christ, you know, everything we do here is based on quantum physics, and to me, the, the Bible is a quantum physics book. Christ, and well, there's, remember, there's a thing, Christ uh, <clears throat> gave thanks for the miracles he had not yet performed, for he knew they would be there. Remember, I remember reading that as a kid. And I was going, man, whatever that is, that's juicy, man. That's really, um, really juicy. Yeah. That, that's really juicy. I was like, what? Like, what? What? You know, like, what do you mean by that? But, you know, I read all those things when I was a kid, and there were certain phrases that got stuck in me. Didn't have a clue what they meant. Um, you know, but they sounded cool. And what we do is we take them from the intellectual concept to have them live in the person's body. And once they begin to live in the person's body and the per person begins to trust these, um, we call them promises, promises, you know, God's promises. Instead of spiritual law, we call it, we call it God's promises here. Mm -hmm. And when people begin to trust God's promises inside them and really, really trust it like we trust gravity, that's when their life really, really takes off in their business. Yeah, because everything is connected. It's it's there's no way of just like, and, and this is how also like the I think this is why I just got so connected with you during our next, our first um meeting because there's no way of doing work in your personal level and not having that to be to be beneficial in every single area of your life. Well, there's just no separation. Everything is is is, is you. It's in a holistic way. Yeah, and what we do here is not religious. It's spiritual laws. Mm -hmm. Not you know, it's like in, you know, gravity is not <clears throat> religious or you know, Catholic or Jewish or Baptist. Gravity just is a law. You know, so everything we do here is just it's just spiritual law, just like gravity is. Absolutely. So, yeah, any so, particular area that you specialize in, or any particular problem or issue, um, what would you say that this could be, be beneficial for? Um, so a lot of we could help change culture really easily in a company. Um, you know, I've, I've done that with numerous with numerous uh, clients. Um, I used to do when I lived in Austin. I did work with Whole Foods corporate corporate there um, before Amazon purchased them, and um, they were having me come in and work with their mid you know upper end mid level managers who they had already gone through HR department. And they couldn't turn them like they were going to have to fire them. And you know, to fire somebody at that level, it's uh, expensive, expensive to get them back somebody else up to speed. And are they going to work? You know, all that stuff. So they'd much rather then Whole Foods back then was really, really employees as um, caring for them, you know, really, really care for their employees. So they would get, um, you know, three to five sessions with me. And I had a hundred percent success ratio on turning them. So that was really, and some of them remember one lady, um, her team hated her, and she was probably five three, five four, and probably two hundred pounds, one hundred eighty pounds. You know, really, really heavy. And um, we did a first time I met her. I met her at the in Whole Foods glass in conference area. Worked with her, and um, it was really emotional for her. And like I think we did a couple of phone calls after that. Then I went back and saw her again, maybe two months later. She must have lost 35, 40 pounds. Wow. 
kind of went, what's going on? She Why did they did her team hate her? Like, what was what was the behavior? What were the behaviors that she was? Yeah. Like, I mean, she just she was just had she was snapping at people. She had she had a lot of uh, wounds from childhood that you know that were getting that were getting activated. Um, so she was taking it out on her team. She was taking it out on her husband. You know, and, you know, like once you, if some, somebody has that that snappy attitude, it's not just with one person; it's everywhere in their life. Mm-hmm. So I remember after the first session, um, the person who hired me to work with her, she goes, "What did you do?" Like, why did I session with you? All of her people and her team are going. Something's happened with her. Like she's actually smiling. <laughs> and the team actually started where they got where they lurk where they liked working with her. Uh, Protective day went up. Um, if she wasn't coming to work on time, they had oh, a whole list of things that was going on. All that, wow. all that stuff changed. And I and I said the weight thing, and that was you know that was like a byproduct of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, what's, how did that happen? And she goes, well, you know, she goes, it was really weird. She goes, I didn't change my eating pattern, but when we went through that session, within two days, she goes, I lost like fifteen pounds. Like she was holding on to all this emotional stuff. Nice. And so how would you describe your process whenever you have a client um, seeking for your coaching services, like on your on, on a one-on-one? Wait one more time, please. Like, how would you describe your process if someone seeks out yeah. for uh, your one-on-one coaching? What can they yeah. expect so from day one have, and, and outcome? Like I said, most of what we do here is, is leadership. This leadership development. Yeah. Okay. So, um, those courses or group co- or, or group courses. Uh, I, I found there it's way better for them to get into a group class. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do, when I do one-on-one coaching, um, generally once they go through a group class, then I'll start doing that. And usually the one-on-one coaching is done by the minute. And that may sound weird, but the coaching system is so quick. They can do it. They can come to me with an issue once they get the system down. And if I can do a, a session in 10 minutes. That's going to have them, you know, really move up. So you don't have to sit down and hash stuff out over a fifty-minute, you know, an hour, minute, an hour session. It's it's laser focused, super fast, and produces results, extraordinary results. So, uh, would you, for for the benefit of our listeners, would you describe when you mean like laser focus? What what does that look like? Is it an evaluation? In other words, some, somebody can say two or three words. I can tell you what's going on with. Okay. You. Okay. And it's always it's always based in language. I can show you. I mean, it's it's sometimes it's so it's so simple. Like so I, I'll give you an example. Like the word "want," and people walk around saying, "I want, I want, I want" frequently, right? I really want this. I really want this. The word "want" means a desire without ever having. So, if every word is a prayer coming into manifestation, when the person goes into a state of want, they will get really close to something, and they won't, and it it, it won't happen for them. They'll hold it at bay. The wanting and having are so different. Say, I want. I want. I have. I have. I really enjoy. I really enjoy. Which one feels? Which one feels more yummy to you? I really enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Where, where's my star? <laughs> yeah, ah, your star. There, okay. there you go. There you go. There you go. Star. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You remember and. One of the things, so most modalities take 400 to 600 repetitions to create a pattern shift. You know, you got to do stuff for three weeks to actually create a pattern shift. 
when you know, I, you know, I have the little stars and all the signs and all the little goofy stuff I do here, but all that stuff on purpose has a purpose in it. When we could when we could do all this stuff with humor, it only takes ten to twenty repetitions to create a shift. And what we're doing is we're going in, we're helping the person reprogram their subconscious with humor, which bypasses all the defensive mechanisms of the of the jet little jabber up there. Sneaks the sneaks in and has a person reprogram their subconscious with their own choices. It's not like we're going in there and doing it to them. They have to agree with it. And then once um, a lot of times people will make the change in their subconscious and they don't even realize that they made the change. And all of a sudden I'll go, hey, you realize that instead of speaking want, you're speaking this. You realize instead of speaking the word not, you're speaking what you actually love. You're making all these changes in your in your language, instantaneous changes. And you're unaware of it. And yet we have to help call their attention to it. And, and hey, what's going on with your wife? Well, how do you know something's going on with my wife? Like, oh, we, you know, how not you mention it? We haven't, we've, haven't fought in, in three weeks. That's a record for us. What's going on with your employees? You know, that one employee that was kind of, I thought was kind of a pain. We're actually getting along now. Oh, that one customer that nobody likes to work with. Guess what? We like we actually we actually landed this customer no one likes to work with. We charge them a premium because no because they can't no one else can deal with them. I use this did this one when I was had my other one of my other companies. We had a guy. No one liked work with him. He would call people up and just cuss them out, you know. And he would call he called my office one day and one of my one of my employees was in tears. I can't deal with this guy anymore. And I I didn't I didn't want to deal with him either. But I was like okay I'm gonna. I'm going to go for it. The guy's name was Johnny. I said, what's up, Johnny? He goes, no, 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 I said, Johnny, you know what? I said, underneath this gruff exterior, I bet you you're just a big old cream puff. And my all my all my, all my officers that are watching me do this. And I said, so, Johnny, I'd really like to help you out. So, but I'm just going to start calling you cream puff from now on because I know you're a big cream puff underneath this exterior. <laughs> and, he's, and he just, and it totally diffused him. He just started laughing. He goes, you know that what? Was a, right. The cream puff coming up. <laughs> yeah, the cream puff coming. He goes, and he just, and he he goes, you know what? You're right. I said, just from now on, because just okay, what you what you what do you require us to do? Cream puff will take care of you. I started calling him cream puff. Everybody else hated him. <laughs> so like, it was like simple little stuff like that. Yes. But I used to, but if I would go into reaction with it, he would just get even, even more intense. Yeah. So one, I was like, okay, take a breath. Make eye contact, and I stay right here. And you know, being able to do that, your emotional intelligence is going to really um, improve. And the EQ, you know, Harvard did a study, and they said emotional intelligence is more important than, than intellect in determining a person's earning capacity. Mm-hmm. And so, when people come to our classes, their emotional intelligence improves. When a leader's emotional intelligence improves, guess what happens to their team? So we can, yeah, absolutely. It's just going yeah. to excel. Yeah, and this how to wow thing we do, the producing breakthrough results is quantum leap technique. It's something that can be easily assimilated throughout the culture of a company. And instead of having people who are um, complaining and complaining about complaining and sitting there and developing those little those little clicks, you have a culture who who can when they see a complaint they immediately go into a solution-based a solution, a solution base, and they begin to, to provide solutions and come back with recommendations for management. Mm-hmm. So really, it, 
you know, could be some cultural breakthroughs. It's really, really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, what would you say that is the most common problem in leadership based on your experience that you've seen? Um, you know, the most common problem in leadership, people are focused on me, 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 me. And if, you know, it's, uh, especially in, in corporate America, um, it's a lot of time it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there, kind of, you know. And everybody's trying to get ahead, trying to get ahead. And they're trying to do it in a in a conniving pattern, you know, taking credit and, and stepping on people, which can work, but it's, it's you know, may produce some, some immediate success, but nothing long-term. And based on your experience, where do you think that me, me, me mentality, it's, is, is screaming from that inner shell, from that subconscious? Yeah, yeah. From, you know, not having enough or uh, a lot of time, it, I know I've worked with a lot of businesses, business owners, where they became successful based on anger. And what I mean by anger is I'm going to prove to somebody I can do this, you know. Um, you know, I'm going to prove to my dad I'm successful. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to prove to my parents. I'm going to prove to somebody I can do this. And um, that that anger will have them make a lot of money up to a point. But then at some point in time, they're going to glass ceiling it. It only will have them go so far. One, either that the body's going to start going to start talking to them, right? Um, they're going to make a lot of money, and and their spouse will leave them, and they'll lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So at some point in time, it's the only thing that's going to really have people be successful in life. May sound weird, is love. Oh, I I agree. I hundred percent agree. It's it's. I, it's something that I tell my clients is even in their works or in their personal lives, if what's what's triggering or driving a behavior, if it's founded in fear, if it's founded in anger, guess what? You're feeding that. So it, anger, fear, and certain emotions are just never satisfied. So if, if, if for example, with uh, the only thing that I was thinking of when you were explaining your situation, like the 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 example of building that company in anger, guess what? That anger will never be satisfied. And it would just not, it would just continue to feed that not enough. Yep, not enough, not yes. good enough. And I had it too, when I had my my company in, in Texas, I had 120 employees at one time, or 100, 120 people working for me, 85 employees and so many contractors. Mm -hmm. I had house, big house, couple of boats, couple of ranches. And no matter what I had, it still wasn't enough. Yeah. And and was I enjoying life? Nah, I mean, I drank and partied, and you know, thought I was having fun. But yes. it was like what it was like what was expected in that particular industry, and I, I was still still empty on the inside, you know. So everything I'm doing here is built everything on love, and yeah. as weird as that sounds, but it's I mean, it's it's um, our company's growing really easily, and and. You know, we have referrals coming in from all over the place. We just now started advertising. I got lucky and met you early. Yeah. And now I'm here like excited to promote you because it's just the work that it's amazing. And, and, and you, and this is so needed. It's so needed in so many different levels in society. Uh, I don't believe in anything like when it comes to competition, we, we need to provide to people and opportunities to learn that there are different ways. I have been a counselor for over 10 years and 
I have seen clients benefit a lot from counseling, but I've also seen clients been in, in the system for so many years. Yeah. And that's why I think I, I was just so fascinated with your approach because th there's there's a need for, yeah. for new ways, for new approaches, modalities that that can benefit people and help people genuinely deep down from the root cause of things. Yeah, find find the way deep root cause, shift that, and then everything cascades from from there forward. Oh, absolutely, and 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 that's something that I typically tend to talk to to a lot of my clients because, as you said, like myself, I was operating from that not enough. I was successful. I was able to accomplish uh, degrees in my home and every job that I wanted to have, I had. But guess what? As soon as I accomplished that what's next that was the feeling it was just like this emptiness and if yeah. there was something that I wasn't able to accomplish then it was unbearable because then if I'm not able to hit this goal then what does that say about me and I was running on perfectionism but it was rooted in that not enough so I'm listening here as a shell I'm like yes yes absolutely. you got the t-shirts too huh <laughs> yes absolutely yeah so uh, where do we go from here? So what, how can people find you? How can people connect with you? Um, is there any clients that you, uh, I know that you mentioned leadership, any particular client that can benefit from you? Yeah, any anybody who's looking to take their business to the next level or, or if they're going through business burnout, um, you know, workaholic type. I mean, we do, we work with all these, all these people. Um, going, you know, working hard, you know, relationships are suffering. You know, you can. There's a way for you to have it all. I mean, just really, really have it. You know, really, really enjoy all areas of your life. And you know, people go, "Oh, that sounds like it's gonna be really hard to do." Like, actually, where you're living is what's really hard. You know, once people shift, we like to go. Well, you know, like to go. We like to go back in the bottle. You know, like you can't put the genie in back of the bottle once once it comes out. You know, yeah. so um, we work with a lot of people who have other coaches, and they have to, maybe they tapped out with them, or they're not getting the results they they really choose. Um, I'm really direct, so I get the best value we can for our customers. Uh, one of our taglines is we produce the greatest upswing in consciousness with the most efficient use of efficient use of time and the greatest amount of fun and ease. I try to be as funny as I can. That really, we do really, really deep work and we use humor as a vehicle for transformation. So that's to me is quite different than most modalities play in. And it's, um, it fits my personality perfect. I like to joke around and have fun. And, and we can laugh, we can laugh at our stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, one more thing. So there's four things that hold a pattern into place. We, we shared about that last time. So if you got a recurring pattern, there's, there's um, shame, blame, guilt, and hate that's holding the pattern into place. And it's like it's like a glue, like a tar on that pattern. It will, you'll stay in there and you'll slug it out and slug it out and slug it out. So, so rather than trying to shift the pattern and creating a new, a new way of a new way of operating, what we do is we dress with adhesive that's holding it into place. Once we take that off, everything else shifts in a matter of minutes. And it's a super easy way to do it. And that's another piece of the QLT, the quantum leap technique. And once we remove that particular thing, it's just fast. I mean, in minutes, most most of our clients say, you're doing more in 10 minutes than I got out of 20 years with somebody else. So, Which is mind-blowing. 
Yeah, I agree. Every day I wake up and go, oh my God, I, I love what I do. <laughs> Good. I imagine seeing the transformations of the clients that you work with is, is just the biggest reward. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Really cool. So how can people reach out, um, uh, find you? Yeah. Um, Mark at Encompass Life. And if you could mention your whatever, the choose what the name of your show is, I apologize. Insightful essence, like yeah, or, or put it in the subject line, so I can to make sure I tell give Rosalind a thank you, and um, we have a variety of classes coming up. We'll be in. When is this going to air? This will go in a couple of weeks, like in three weeks. Gotcha. So we have a class coming up in Ocala, Florida, called How to Wow, December eighth through the tenth. We'll be in Houston, January 19th through the 21st, uh, and lead the same class there. We'll be in Miami in February. We'll be in St. Louis in March, uh, uh, Georgia in golly, April. Is this information um, going to be on, on your website? Yep, on our website, www.encompasslife.com. Perfect. I'm going to, uh, for the benefit of the listeners, I'm going to be adding this website and your contact information on the description to make it easier for people just to touch base on the dates and more information. I even went through your website and look at all the videos and I was just like fascinated by it. So I know that each person that takes the opportunity to look through this information will also see the benefits of thank it. You. Absolutely. I thank you so much for your time. This was like very lovely. It's always nice having conversations with you. It's always enlightening. And I hope that we can continue to collaborate. Well, thank you, Rosalind. Yes. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and I'll connect with you the next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please don't forget to hit subscribe, share with others, post it about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks for listening.